Level up, level up, never lose, shoulda had better luck. Tryna see a check, I'ma write it up. Yeah, I do a lot, still ain't done enough. Level up, level up, tryna see a check, I'ma write it up. Yeah, I do a lot, still ain't done enough. Never lose, shoulda had better luck. I'ma wake him up from a slumber. Money ain't nothing but a thing, and the level ain't nothing but a number. Life ain't nothing but a game. Level up, level up, never lose, shoulda had better luck. Tryna see a check, I'ma write it up. Yeah, I do a lot, still ain't done enough. Waking up, admit that he gave me a chance, and I'm rolling the dice. I do it all. Living like I'm trying to go for the platinum trophy in life. Who can you call? Really nobody, so you should just follow me on your device. And know if she chilling with me, then it's bound to be chemical X and the sugar and spice. Game in the system, but game is the hobby. I'm probably cocky, but hot as wasabi. I mean, if it's beat, then you know where to find me. My pickers is ready, and so is my body. You should be running and telling your posse, and what's in the speakers, and what's in your potty. And she trying to kick it, but this ain't karate. Just keep that shit down while I'm watching Tsunami. I ain't saying I'm a super nerd, but I told you when we got involved, my idea of a perfect date is a PlayStation and some alcohol. I was role-playing on GTA. I'm a good guy, but I got it all. If the world should end, be the first to leave. But the last of us, agonotic, dog. Level up, level up. Never lose, shoulda had better luck. Tryna see a check, I'ma write it up. Yeah, I do a lot, still ain't done enough. Level up, level up. Tryna see a check, I'ma write it up. Yeah, I do a lot, still ain't done enough. Never lose, shoulda had better luck. I'ma wake him up from a slumber. Money ain't nothing but a thing, and the level ain't nothing but a number. Life ain't nothing but a game. Level up, level up. Never lose, shoulda had better luck. Tryna see a check, I'ma run it up. Yeah, I do a lot, still ain't done enough.
Hey there, guys and girls. It is a bit of a different show today. And of course, Discord is already acting up. Love that when that happens. That makes me so happy. Screenshot. Screenshot. <sighs> so we are here today. You might notice a uh, an, a little bit of an absence. Go send fame some love, some extra hugs and kisses, because I know we all do it secretly. Uh, this is level episode whatever 192 of the Double XP Show. You are here to join us today. We're going to talk about video games. We're going to have some cracks and jokes. Dallas is looking extra shady in the background, but that's just what it is. At least he's not in the shadow void today. Um, I'm Flora Hugger, but before we get into our topics, let, let's go through these lovely gentlemen I have in front of me tonight. If your DMs are popping and there's some booty popping too, he's there. He's looking handsome, and he's playing Elden Ring a whole hell of a lot right now. Baron J67, the communications director of Level One Gaming, and the co-host of Starcross Gamers. How are you doing? And Peep Games, how are you doing? Uh, you know what? Um, I'm getting curb stomped quite a bit in Elden Ring. I was feeling bad about it, but I will say, me being under 80 deaths and beating a crap ton of bosses makes me feel better about myself. Um, so. I feel good. I believe I'm at like 56 deaths right now. So, you know, I will be an Elden Lord. That number seems low. It seems like you, you sandbagging. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> sandbagging sounds so much dirtier than it probably actually is. Right. right? Yeah, you know, padding the stats. I, I wish, bro. I, but what sucks is a majority of the deaths came from the same people. That's the sad part. It's like, Watch out for the shadow horsemen on the bridges. Yes. Now the man, our other other white meat that, you know, is just the most handsomest man. <laughs> the man with the clan, Citizen Snips. How are you doing this fine evening? I'm I'm borderline uh shitacular and shitastic. I can't decide between the two. It's a pretty close race. Um, but I'm glad to be here at least. And I'm I'm cool to see Dallas's funky little moving avatar. He's gonna be doing this thing a lot. Hello. So I'm down with it. It sounds cool, man. I'm, I'm down. And uh, I'm really suspicious about uh, about what old boy's looking at down there on his monitor because he seems like he's hiding a smirk, a very <laughs> suspicious smirk. There's something. There's something going on on that screen. I don't think we need to know what it is, Johnny man. Don't tell no secrets and don't tell no lies. <clears throat> Johnny being called out already. I like where this is going. The man with mm -hmm. the the you know has a, something to say like this Dallas man how are you <laughs> he has Listen, something to say my, my other arm is tired so uh, <laughs> what are you leaning against I've been in my cartoon studio forever just kind of like just slaving away um pardon pardon the wording all things considered um <laughs> but yeah I just I've been in this in this cartoon studio you know doing my thing cooking up something nice for y'all um that said Kind of needed to see y'all, man. This is going to be fun. Let's do it. Let's go. Right. And the most suspicious man with this most suspicious smirk. But thank God he's not wearing sunglasses. Otherwise, we could see what he's watching. Johnny, man. How you doing? I am doing great. You know, I, uh, uh, I'll, I'll prove my innocence here. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> look at that. You can see yourselves. Crazy how that works. <laughs> um... <laughs> Please don't. Doing... I see myself enough already. I don't want to. Oh, yeah, honestly, I, I know the struggle, but uh, it, it's great to be back. I didn't even know I was going to be here except for a couple hours ago. So, man, I love being on 
double XP. Best show, flagship title. Better than Sunday, some people say, like 90% of the people I pulled. You know, uh, show us, let's, let's, let's prove them wrong. You good, fam? <laughs> okay. oh, We're in a God. giggly, giggly mood tonight. Again, make sure you show fame some love. We are just going to coast through and see what happens. It's been a relatively dry week. That's what she said. But I want to ask you guys, since, you know, last week we talked about Elden Ring and stuff, what are you playing this week that has taken all of your time? Because you could be playing Horizon still, you could be playing Elden Ring, you could be playing something else spectacular. So what do you guys got going on this week? Well, I like off and on, just bit by bit, whenever I can get a little time, have been dipping and dabbling in the seafood. Um just kind of trying to do a little better the last time, like the next run that I did on the last. And the more I heard people talk about, like, um, just rerunning stuff and talking about wanting to see if they could do better uh, in the next run, I was like, ah, that's trash. That's not for me. I just want I just want to kung fu people. Um, but I do find myself, like, getting real, like, real tenacious. Like, I find myself feeling something that I don't always feel in those types of games. And it's becoming more – it's becoming – about more than just like that combat in a weird way um <laughs> yeah I, I just i really been digging it and if this is what souls games feel like i can't wait to get back get into Elden Ring finally after this first off don't disrespect Elden Ring like that in comparison no i'm just playing Twitter J67. Like, just get super spicy about it. Elden Ring is on a different level. It is everything. <laughs> it's goaty. Goaty. Like, um. We all know that skull. Skull. <laughs> game of the century. First off, game of the century. Uh, Mini Eddie knows the truth. Uh, let's be honest here. Skull is the greatest thing to ever grace any console in existence. I heard. You mean that... second to Rise because Rise invented gaming. So like time events before just making sure like, we're we're like, on the same page. You, like how did you not know about these things? Like are you serious? Like three D render are you what? Frames. Frames. All the frames. What are those? All the frames I don't know are what in those skull. Are. <laughs> yeah, what? What? Skull runs at a thousand FPS. Are you serious? Oh man. Always has. Always thousand has. FPS each, on Switch. Each pixel <laughs> took 10 artists to make happen in that great game and fame still refuses to play it so let's shame him uh let's all take a let's all take 10 seconds and shame i thought him. we were being nice to fame today no he he's not feeling shame. well yeah, cool. teaming shame. well i shame. mean he he does shame. he does still owe large groups yeah. of children in hospitals the <laughs> the the duty of playing a soulsborne game because he skimped out on that <laughs> He made he made a promise to the kids. <laughs> Michael's kids. Oh, my little cousin was in the hospital. Oh god! He won't get to see you keep your promise. So do it for the rest of the kids. That's oh right. Oh my god! Uh, oh, no, oh, hey, that is terrible. Why did I immediately think of when Spider Man revealed his uh, his identity to that kid in the in, in the, the, the cancer hospital? Oh my it was just like, oh, I'll show you who I am, Peter Parker. This is like, she's not going to be here long. Like, it, it just, look. Okay, so enough about Skull, right? Okay. Anyways, anyway. moving on. 
games games being played. Um, yep. I yep. was trying to play a bunch of the demos that were available during Next Fest, which I downloaded a crap ton of them, and Lord only knows if any of them still work. Um, but Elden Ring, 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 um, the steed in Elden Ring, um, the the giant sword in Elden Ring, uh, the the farms that I found in Elden Ring. I made the mistake of watching. Oh, the Wolverine claws! If you guys haven't seen uh the short, I I found Wolverine claws, and you can dual wield them even if you only have one. (laughs) And it separates, and then he does like the berserker barrage. Like I found the the mechanized pizza cutter, or I didn't find it. I saw Ooh. somebody with it. I haven't played yet. My first time playing will be Friday. Ooh, and it'll be my first my first ever Souls game. But Ooh. I feel like I feel like unlike a lot of poorly educated people who made this their first Souls game, I actually did my homework and like I read some things and paid attention. Like, hey. If you're super early in the game and you come across a super large and intimidating looking enemy, you are in no means required to fight that enemy. If you want to try, go for it. But don't feel like you have to. Because I feel feel like everybody who's been pissed off about, people said this was the most approachable Souls game ever, and it's not. I keep dying. Well, it's because you're dumbass. It's because you're going in underleveled to a fight in a game that you're not familiar with at all, and you're expecting to beat this boss. Like, no. This game is literally designed that it's a giant place with no real path. Like, go a different way. Go somewhere else. Fight something that doesn't look as scary. Level up a bit. Get your gear up. Get familiar with the skills and the combat. Then go back and try that guy again. So I I feel like I'm going to approach it with the right mindset. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure I'm still going to die a shit ton. Um, So I'm going to get get worked. But um, I'm not going to blame the game for it. Or like, think it like I understand the way these games are supposed to work. Um... And if you go to my Twitter, if you're interested, chat, uh, I do have a poll up to vote for what my class is going to be. I think there's like 17 hours left on that poll. So I think right now Samurai and Confessor are like neck and neck. Confessor is dope. But yeah, I'm excited. I want to play it, man. It looks really cool. Uh, I'm sure it'll be a fun challenge. And I'm sure my chat will enjoy watching me get my, my ass waxed every two minutes by some random enemy. And then he'll play Elden Ring. (laughs) <laughs> I was about to, I was about to say both both literally both literally and figuratively. You know you know what I love um I love that I'm trying to see how many hours I have in it but I know I I've got well over 18 hours like for sure right I only got four achievements um <sighs> yeah you 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 get beat up a lot in this game, it's st- it's still a Souls game yeah. It's and that's the beauty of it. And I try and tell folks, I'm like, look, give it a shot. Or like just like you said, do your research, know what you're going into, and just, you know, I one thing I okay, I gotta admit I was wrong. Because last week I sat up here and said that this was gonna be a game that a lot of people bought and a lot of people fell off very quickly because they didn't truly understand what they were signing up for. I was completely wrong, and it was the complete opposite. And it's like more and more people are getting into it now. I'm I'm tripping out because it's like, dude, is this going to be the game to get like Dark Souls to go from niche to mainstream? Hmm. Like, is this gonna? All of a sudden, they're going to come out with the Compendium Edition, and it's going to be 
like a hundred dollar set with every game playable on the um on current gen like you know which i would probably buy like a dummy but it's it's there it's the possibilities are endless what what i saw i saw something on twitter earlier about it too for um thought it was kind of a neat thing that like i wouldn't have noticed off the bat but somebody who's more experienced with the game watching themselves versus a new player and like how their decision making goes as they start the game the the very and it's like one of the super early areas you're like you're, you're just, you know gives you control of your character and there's like a path you can go up to the left like up some stairs into this like building looking thing and there's like a pit right in front of you off to the right well apparently like all the experienced players skip the pit they see the pit and they're like their first reaction is oh there's probably something nasty down there i know how these games are i ain't gonna mess with that so they go up and be like let me get my bearings and stuff first well the pit is actually a combat tutorial and so, like, new players who don't know any better are just like, ooh, this is close, I explore. They jump into the pit, and they end up getting the combat tutorial that they would need. And then a veteran player who's like, man, I don't trust that. I'm going to go up here first. They skip the combat tutorial, and they obviously don't need it anyway. So I think it's neat that the, the devs kind of play those little mind games inside the game itself where they're kind of gauging um, how new players and how experienced Souls players are going to make their decisions based on what they've experienced in the past and kind of leading them into certain paths without them knowing. So I thought that was cool. That is Loki genius. And, oh God, he's here in the chat. Um, But Mini Yeti brings up a good point. The Tree Sentinel. The very first um, mid, mid-tier boss, he, like, I, I had to go in power level and then summon two other people to, to, like and we like did a triangle formation <laughs> like, it was like somebody would start hitting him and then he would swing and start attacking him and then somebody else would jump in to take him like it, it took a whole army of folks and yeah Elden Ring, Elden Ring, Elden Ring, Elden Ring Elden Ring, I'll shut up now Elden Ring Do you think we have Elden Ring in the SEO now? Oh Elden Ring <laughs> If they haven't just barred us completely maybe Elden Ring Anybody else? Johnny, what you been playing? Well, I've been watching Baron play Elden Ring because I'm not a Souls guy. Uh, it seems cool. Uh, on Twitter today, I, I made a uh, a tweet about Elden Ring. Uh, loyal fans will have already seen it, of course. But uh, it's, I said <laughs> Elden Ring is lamb. And then Mr. Cool guy with the sunglasses. Yes, farming impressions out here. Don't fall for it, Twitter. It's a trap. Well, Johnny play Elden Ring. No, thank you. Um, what have I been playing? Uh, I picked up Crusader Kings 2 after like three, four years of not playing it. Isn't three uh, out? Why wouldn't you just play three? Uh, because I don't own three, and I refuse okay. to pay full price. Um, okay. I like this guy. It, it's, it's cool. You know, I, I missed uh, being able to be a viking and like pillage a third of the world and just bring back enough treasure to build a super castle it was fun and uh uh i've also been playing xcom too uh i've been trying i should say uh, a mod i have is like breaking the ability to upgrade the super soldiers you get in war of the chosen i don't know which mod it is and uh that's been fun so how many mods uh, do you have installed 15 to 20. Oh, Lord. 
But some of them are like back end stuff to make the ones I want work, you know? Mm. I, I think it's one of those, but that's been my adventure this week. Sorry, guys. I'm just trying to put in all the, the shits, you know? Uh, gotcha. I've been playing a lot of GTA RP, like mm-hmm. an ungodly mm-hmm. amount. Uh, I got a are promotion. Still, are, you, are you still the, the paramedic? I am. I just got promoted to a full EMT, so now I'm doing nice. that shit. Uh, bought nice. a new truck and just enjoying the city and see what see what's up, see what's popping. Uh, but that's that and Elder Scrolls, because I can't stop playing Elder Scrolls. But that's really it. It's been it's just like chilling. Now, I, for you and Johnny, I guess uh, I kind of forgot to mention I got into uh, Red Dead Online fairly Uh-oh. recently. Oh, I'm so and sorry. I stopped playing Red oh, Dead oh, Online. Poor soul. Yeah, y'all, y'all inspired <laughs> it. It was, it was poor partially guy. y'all. I, I think uh, each of you are probably a quarter of the reason that I'm playing it, and the other half is my cousin. Because like every now and then, like I'll bug him to get on the game. Like, hey, play this with me. Play this with me. And he just he won't do it. Um, <laughs> but then it's rare that he bugs me to get on the game. So when he hit me up about Red Dead Online, I, I just I listened for once in my life. And I hopped on, um, and he he's one he was a um, a GTA online dude. So um, like he already kind of knew the ropes off top. It was just you know the ropes went way back in the past. <laughs> and so you know, I had hopped on. I was excited like after beating the the main game to hop into online like back when it first dropped. Uh, but then I just got tired of the griefing, man. I got tired of getting done dirty. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I bad. felt like it was because my character's hair was nappy as mine was, but we're not gonna talk about that. Uh, so he he got me to get back on it and start back playing it, and I I've really been enjoying it. Like I haven't had as much time like over the past week or so uh, to hop on, but I kind of can't wait until I do because I, we've been having that much fun just running missions and and just doing random shit. Like, isn't that the thing? That game is so when it's good. It's really good, but when it's bad, it's awful. Hate that game. Yeah. <laughs> random Panther spawn. Random, random Panther spawn. spawn. Uh, you know the all white on site guys. Yeah. I mean, but if anybody you know is playing Red Dead Online on Xbox and you happen to run into either Romello or Cicero Scuggs, uh, say what's up. Romello is such a good name. That is such a good, such name. A good cowboy name. Like it just. It fits. It's like I could imagine reading a book and be like, and Romello Scuds saved the town. <laughs> <laughs> I did uh I did finish uh the campaign at least for Tales of Arise. There's uh Ooh. I think in terms of like game completion, it's only like forty to sixty percent. Uh because there's a crap ton of post campaign stuff that you can do. Um like just to give y'all an example, there's an achievement for hitting level one hundred with all your characters and I'm level thirty five or thirty six and I beat the main campaign boss. Um so there's a lot of game left to play, but I did finish the campaign and I will say really good campaign. Very nice. Plays like an anime, feels like an anime. Oh good. Feel good. Side uh side mission wise, how did you feel? Because I, I like this in games myself, so how did you feel about the Coliseum? Uh, to be honest with you, I barely touched the Coliseum. I went there and like I, I don't, I think I got there slightly under leveled because I tried to do a few of the things and they were pretty tough. Like even the first uh, tier ones, 
So I was like, oh, I'll come back to this later. But then I got so focused on trying to finish the story because I wanted to get to where I could play Elden Ring on stream. So I um, I have not gone back to the Colosseum yet. I do need to. But I know it's it seems like it relies on using the right characters at the right time, making use of their like their passive abilities and stuff or like their their break abilities and whatnot to beat through certain enemy tiers. But it seems like it'd be a good little challenge. I thought I so would ask for those this. who don't know, what's the Colosseum? Okay, uh, it's so it's in- um. Go ahead. You go ahead, Dallas. It's it's sort of a trope of JRPGs. Like what they do is there's always a level somewhere where you end up in exactly that a coliseum or a uh, so it's some sort of like fighting thing. So you in you somewhere in JRPGs you almost always end up entering a competition. These mother. <laughs> <laughs> you are, you always end up. In- <laughs> I'm trying to make my point. I talk with my hands. Not both of them, just one. Just uh, one. The other, the one. arm's tired. Dude, he's a full yeah. NPC. <laughs> <laughs> he's a full NPC. That other What's arm looks like it's, it's busy around the back. I mean, I got bit by a dog tail. in my other arm, so I'm trying not to. Uh, oh, <laughs> mm-hmm. A cartoon oh, dog. Yeah, but yeah, there's always that level, you know, like the level in uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake for most of us who played that, right? Um, not most of us here in this panel, but in general, most of us gamers have played that, right? You know that level where you end up, you know, fighting round after round in a ring um, to random monsters and random bosses. There's one of those in a lot of different JRPGs. And Tales of Arise has a fire one with a bunch of different modes. You can solo. Um, and they have, like, solo, not really campaigns, but, like, solo runs for every character in the game with a bunch of different uh, win conditions. Like, I think um, the main one, the first one, and the reason it's so hard to get through is because you have to knock down your enemy before you do any damage. And so mm-hmm. it kind of forces you to learn certain mechanics before you can uh, move forward. Lord? Yeah. Yeah, it's tricky. And not, it's not like, it's not insanely difficult, but it's it's challenging in a way that like, it's going to make you play it's going to make you learn to play through combat properly. And it like, it feels rewarding when you do like, cause then that helps you in your big battles too. I was, I was surprised when I was doing the final boss and I like, I kind of sensed it. My JRPG sense is strong enough that like, I can kind of tell when a fight was a little bit too easy. So like I went through the first boss uh, or the first phase of the last boss. And I like, I kind of worked it, man. Like it was really good. I was pulling off some sick combos. I just upgraded a bunch of stuff. So I was hitting for some nasty damage. I wasn't hitting for before. And like before I knew it, the fight was over and I was like, hmm, you're a phase two kind of guy, aren't you? And sure enough, after a nice little epic cut scene, phase two came in and he started killing my ass and making me use all my items I had stacked up. So it was, uh, but it was good, man. It, the combat in that game is really rewarding. It's super stylish. Um, like I've touched on before, my only real issue with it, and it's probably more of a personal thing for me, is things get so chaotic sometimes. Like I have trouble differentiating between a friendly spell and an enemy spell because it just looks like a swirling green massive energy so i'm like oh let me go in and attack this fool and the next thing i know i'm taking shit tons of damage and i'm like oh that's not my spell <laughs> i should get out of there um do they have like some slowdown time frame in it in the combat or is it like full blown it's like, it's pretty action. much full speed if you do a perfect dodge um once you unlock like a certain part of the skill tree it slows down for a moment and then you do like a, you can teleport and do like a, a counter attack thing. Gotcha. Uh, which is really, really handy. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeti, you are right. 
uh, Crunchyroll is getting Funimation's library. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still waiting a bit before I cancel my Funimation. Uh, Not cancel it now. Yeah, yeah, cancel it now. Just go ahead and cancel it now. You're still gonna have the rest of your term, so it's probably gonna be like a month. Because if you're like me, you just got billed not that long ago. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the whole deal like about that, from what I've read, everything's gonna be migrating to Crunchyroll. Uh, they expect to have so everything new coming out for the coming seasons will be released directly on Crunchyroll for this upcoming spring season. Um, they expect to have the catalog for Funimation stuff. Um, most of the shows, maybe not all of them, uh, especially the more popular stuff, will be over on Crunchyroll, I think they said, by the end of April. Um, and they're looking at that same kind of time frame, April, May, for when your watched catalog and, and like your progress on stuff will port over to mesh with your Crunchyroll as well. Okay, because I, I, who offers free Crunchyroll? Is it T-Mobile? Some I forgot somebody offers like free There's some Crunchyroll. phone provider out there. I think yeah, yeah, like I have it, and then I have uh I have Funimation, but I, I don't. Oh know. no, you know what? It was because Crunchyroll was owned by AT and T before Sony bought them, so it was probably AT and T. But yeah. I'm guessing now that Sony's bought them, that's probably no longer. It's a probably thing. gonna. I don't wonder yeah. how. Oh, dude. <sighs> Speaking of porting, oh, keep going. Oh no, I was just gonna say acquisitions are bad. No, I'm just playing. (laughs) Look, all I all I care is you are you are now like the single handedly largest, most dominant anime streaming platform in existence. Give me a fully freaking functional app that works on major devices. I am so sick and tired. Of the issues I had on Funimation streaming app or Crunchyroll streaming app. And I know it's the app because when I'm having these issues, I hop over to Netflix, Amazon Prime, and Disney Plus and load up a full 1080p movie and play it right off the bat. No buffering, no nothing. All at the same time. But I go back to Crunchyroll and I have to start the episode and back out of it 30 times in a row just to get it to start playing. And that crap drives me nuts. You have way too much money behind you. Get it. Fix your app. I used to have to run my uh, run everything at medium, like hard medium, just for it to steadily run. And then the first like minute of everything I watch is grainy, and then yeah. it kicks in. It, it's bad. It, I had I the mean, the graininess I had with Funimation, and then I also yep. had weird issues with it, like ep- or shows moving for away from my queue or not showing that I watched an episode I watched that kind of stuff. Crunchyroll was usually I'd start an ep or the, for the first time I turned on the app, trying to start the episode, I'd have to start it, spinny wheel, back out, start it again, spinny wheel, back out. Like, sometimes for like 10 straight minutes, I'm doing this. And then once it finally starts, it'll play all the way through next episode, no problem, everything's fine. Um, you know yeah. what, I wonder, I wonder if they're going to make it to where, because um, HBO Max, I believe, has pieces of Crunchyroll. I wonder is that gonna cease to yeah if you go on HBO Max there's like a whole like subsection I believe it's Crunchyroll I wonder I wonder what for that for that kind of stuff, stuff for that kind of stuff I would think if the the contract's lucrative enough Sony's not gonna have any reason to cancel those true. I mean, like no nah, HBO as long as you keep paying you can keep getting this sliver true until PlayStation TV drops Tucker, what you munching on over there what the heck I'm trying to eat my fries and wings but. <laughs> Ooh, Taking forever. Did you, did you bring enough for the rest of the class? I'm kind of hungry. No. <laughs> She's like, no. 
but I, I got garlic parmesan and lemon pepper. Classic. Lemon pepper steppers. And you know who's lemon pepper stepping into the next generation? Baron, thank you. That was a perfect transition. Good segue. That was a good one. Is Resident Evil. Resident Evil, the remakes, two, three, seven, village, uh, so far that we know, are getting next gen upgrades. Do you think it's a little. What do you think about that? Money grab. Really? Only because the games aren't even. Well, no, it actually makes sense because a lot of other games have done it, but it still is a money grab because the games look great to begin with. Um, and it's only and the remakes. That's what I'm saying. It'd be different. Hmm. And I've seen people on Twitter like begging for like the originals. Like, Code like Veronica, yep. Yeah, read the re-whatevers. Like bring it all if you're going to do it. But no, this is that's why I believe it's a, just a clean cut money grab. They probably, like it's probably a quick, let they just put over it <laughs> like, they're like hey here you go and then it's gonna it's probably gonna be in a all like an all-in-one package where you gotta buy them all and you can't even get one Ooh, that well, would be the real what, sign right there from what i'm hearing if you have the games i think it's free upgrade but if you don't it might not be yeah mm, which i i would like to see because Resident Evil 2, 3, and 7 are all pretty as hell. Like, those are some good-looking-ass games just for... 7 was was freaky as heck, man. Yeah, Yeah. man. 7 was spooky. Mm -hmm. Uh, Village looks so good. Oh, Marguerite, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Of course you would mention the bug lady. Yeah. Not Jack. Uh... The, you know what? The way he was like chasing around the house, man, that was just... It was a slow <sighs> walk for me chasing us, because that was the most terrifying thing. And then the the talking, like, get over here! And I'm yeah. like, oh my god. Like, like sir, are you scorpion? Like, <laughs> like, oh. And then, like, as, as action-y and as campy and as, as crazy as Resident Evil games end up by mid to late game, uh, the openings, the beginning parts of those games... They 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 always remind you that they can still scare the shit out you. Yep. Yes. Uh, how's Damn. Benavento? Anybody? Oh, oh how's Benavito? <laughs> how's Benavito is the most terrifying place I've ever seen in a Resident Evil game because I don't uh, even they did an interview with the the Japanese counterparts of uh that made the game and they're like we were surprised by the reaction to to. Donna Benevito. We thought it would be Lady Dimitrescu. We thought it'd be Mother Miranda, but no. People were terrified of the doll lady. I was like, yeah, because dolls are terrifying. <laughs> they've given you, they've given you, um, stalker slasher. They've mm-hmm. given you saw like if that's a genre. They've given you, um, they even gave you like the scary PT puzzler like uh, genre that that's a thing now. The the visage, if you will. Uh, that's a thing now, and they, I don't know, I like how as much shit as we can talk about Resident Evil and as much as we like the roast for, like, the Jill sandwich moments or the boulder <laughs> punching moments, there's always going to be that point where they flex. X gonna give it to you. Yep. <laughs> You're right about that, Dallas. I mean, if you've played Dallas, you've you finished Village, right? Yep. 
and the fu- yeah. that twist at the end. Yeah, I was like, and it's like, okay, it, it feels super campy too. Like, but it's yeah. like I wonder what they'll do with it next because you all you do usually deliver, so uh, it's a strong like, um, to be continued. It's oh, yeah. Baron, you have to open it. You have the steel case for it, at I, least. I know. It's still... How'd you... Look, don't call me out like that. How'd you know it's still in plastic? Because I scared. know you. <laughs> and I'm scared. That's where... Honestly, I'm trying to build up my courage to break the seal on this. Uh, as you guys know, whenever I stream horror games, it's called Brown Pants Gaming. Um, and uh, it, it's weird. I, I, I'm scared, and I do this not to uh i guess to make content right but then it's also to get through the game because i know there's somebody there with me um and people are talking so it takes my mind off of the fact that i'm being absolutely uh i'm I'm filling my brown pants so um that i'll open the seal on this eventually Uh, gotta do it let's do it for halloween oh oh yeah i can we'll push it that far back man i was about to say you being nice giving him six months we're gonna forget about it buddy. i got i gotta mm-hmm. yeah right yeah or maybe it'll end up on game pass like freaking guardians of the galaxy <laughs> hey i'm actually happy about that one not because Me too. i i had every intention of buying that game but it's it's in my backlog all right it's there i, I mm-hmm. hadn't gotten around to playing it i was like i got other stuff i want to play right now but i want to play that game and then putting it on game pass is, is just that ultimate like I'll go ahead and install it, and that makes it a lot easier to play it when I have time. So I was a that was a nice little dub for me. I was like, yeah, I don't have to open my collector's edition. Anymore. Oh my god, Baron! <laughs> Some days I really want to kick you. <laughs> it was on sale. I remember it, it popped for like forty bucks or something Look, like that. And that's what I was like, I'll get it. The Baron first the LV one company trip is to Baron's house. So we're all just gonna, we're all, all just going yeah, we're opening all of his stuff and we're going to no! beat him up and like make fun of him in between. And then, and then we go to the same house and open all his Funkos. Oh, yeah. Bro, I opened a Funko for my daughter. I bought her one and she she was like, "Dad, can you open it?" And I was like, "What?" <laughs> She's like, "Dad, can you can you open it? I need your help open it." I was like, "I've never opened a Funko." Like, uh, 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 I don't man. open them either cuz they're just easier to store in the boxes and have yes i don't have shelf space yeah dude so i'll talk to you guys later i had a whole situation (laughs) where i had to open a bunch after that opening it was a curse it was a curse i opened the one for my daughter and then all of a sudden i had another issue where i had to open like four or five more um and it just yeah baron did you see what this man just put in the chat to you play young souls when it drops on game pass no Uh, the next one I'll be at Baron's house in June. I'm going to shit in the toilet and clog it. You know what? And that's fine because it's just going to make great content. Like, <laughs> I'm going to make a whole scene about it. And I'm going to call the the, the Rooter people. And I'm going to have them come out and I'm going to film it. And then I'm going to shame you. And I'm going to do all the atypical YouTuber stuff. It's going to be like some, a whole YouTube house. That's, some real, that's some real shitty Baron, content. Yeah. Uh, Baron going to get canceled for toilet shaming. Oh, oh, bro! R will be legends. It can go yeah. two ways. Last person Only was the shame. They ended up with a a, a row company map, but um, <laughs> <laughs> that happened. <laughs> Johnny, what do you think about the? I know you don't really play a lot of horror. You don't really. I shouldn't say you don't play a lot of horror games. You don't play a lot of games, uh, in general. 
What do you think of this? Will you uh you think this is good for people? Do you think these games are too new to get any of this stuff? Well, uh, a few corrections. I actually am a level 100 gamer, okay? So I have games <laughs> for days. Um, I, I love horror games, uh, as Dallas will can tell you. We played Phasmo, and that was the last time I played Phasmo. <laughs> Oh, he gave it the code. Um, he, he was the hero yeah. of the night in that game. Like Johnny actually, that's right. Uh, Pauls dropped his nuts in that game. Like he actually, like um, oh, Pauls man. Okay. He he actually like he actually was the brave one out of the group. He dropped him here. Into my hand. I would. I wouldn't have used such terminology, but I, I guess that does apply. Um. I, I'm okay with horror games. I have that same thing that Baron does, where I have I have um, courage in a group, but I don't play them solo. No. You know, if everybody wanted to watch someone play a horror game, I'd be the perfect person for it. Because, you know, I, I know the tropes. You know, creepy skeleton, man. You know, you can only scare me so much. Uh, but no, Resident Evil... My favorite horror genre uh, franchise. It's great. More, more Resident Evil. More people being scared, and that is something I am a hundred percent down with. Okay. Do you guys what what Resident Evil? I know we have one other topic. What Resident Evil do you think needs to be the next remade? Because that is a hard topic. Because there's like thirty games. I haven't, yeah, I haven't really, um, I barely scratched the surface of that franchise, so I will remove myself from that conversation. Clearly it has to be Village. We need to have the non-Dimitrescu version and see if oh. it sells just as well. You know, you know that game sold so well because people were looking for her. So you want to do exactly. it with like a, you want to do it like a big burly mountain man instead of Vampire Lady? Yeah, Greg, uh, was it Gregor or Sandor Clegane was the mountain? Bro, that would be hilarious. That but he's in the dress. Probably already yeah. a mod for that. <laughs> Somebody definitely modded the mountain. There's, there. there's, there's a mod to make her Thomas the Train. I bet it's in there. Yes, there is. <laughs> and it's that terrifying. I was gonna say that's scary. Speaking of Thomas the Train, I have a meme for that moment. Continue. Oh shit! I, I think, man, I, I got a, I was afraid of. Thomas the Train. Ever since Skyrim, where they modded dragons to be Thomas, with the that was with terrifying. The as the roar. <laughs> it's a creepy, like it's a creepy face to begin with, and then you put it on a train, and it just gets creepier. Oh, and then like it's all creepier his buddies now, look creepy too. Like, thanks, Baron. I don't feel like sleeping tonight anymore. Creepy pasta. I bet I know which one it is. <laughs> oh yeah, I've seen that before. Yeah. yeah. Chaos Thomas. Chaos. <laughs> he, he's always <laughs> delivering the fear. <laughs> Chaos. <laughs> on time. <laughs> on time and staring your into your soul while doing it. The conductorless. Oh bro. Think, if they're gonna do a that, game, it has to be code Veronica, because people have been asking it for decades. Is that now. the one where in the submarine or not the submarine? That's um, the one the where uh with uh Sherry Burke, where she's kinda grown up. Mm. That's the girl from I, Resident Evil 2, the little one. I what would I want to see? Did they they haven't remade the first one, huh? 
The first one has an is was last remade for the GameCube, but it's such a like a it's like the four. It's such a high fidelity that it doesn't really need to be remade. Got you. Um, didn't six piss a lot of people off? Yeah, six was bad. Six was really bad. Is is that the one where people were saying it got too like actiony? It was too yep. like. Okay. That's the one with the uh, giraffe getting neck from the Metapod. Where? You look Boilers. look up the logo. Oh, that's right. The Resident <laughs> Evil Six logo. <laughs> oh. I, I feel like... like I remember us talking about that on this show. Yep, we've oh. talked about it several times because Fame likes to bring it up every time, and I'm like, yep, it really does look oh. like a giraffe is getting neck from a Metapod. It's, you know, I, I... Oh. yeah. Oh. Right? You see it. Oh, wow, that's naughty. So we have, when when I was in trade school for design, we had one simple rule, is when we're done with a design, we bring it to somebody that is not a designer, and we go, does that look like a penis? And if it does, then you change your design, because there's, there's always a penis somewhere in your design, even if you don't yeah. mean to. Penises oh, are eternal. I can never unsee it now. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Enjoy it. Enjoy that for the rest yeah, of your life. If you if you anymore. if you scroll far enough, just searching the logo, like there are drawn versions where people have elaborated on that. Oh yeah, yeah. there's color yeah. and everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, is is it more of a cocoon than a metapod? Either or, it could be it's whatever your imagination it. wants. Yeah. Whatever the giraffe wants, I guess. Somebody put Jeffrey the giraffe in place. Um. Oh, this is awesome. So, so yeah, no segue. Next topic. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, Code Veronica, I would love to see remade. It was it was on the Dreamcast and it it should it's it's time. It's 2000. It came out on February 3rd, 2000. It's been 21 years, 22 years. Holy crap. Dang. It's time. Uh so for our last topic cuz Dallas, you're going to have to take the lead on this one. Batman uh, is finally starting to roll out here with good old Robert Pattinson, Team Edward. Uh, Dallas, oh, has, has tell Dallas us about seen this it? movie. I have not seen the movie yet. However, okay. um, I, I've been following production just, just a tad because I was super interested in the fact that um, that Crystally Twilight Man, um, dude that looked like Paul Wallmouth, like, like he wow. is, he's playing Batman. And I don't know. At first, I was like, "eh, it's I, I don't see it." But then I actually started paying attention to other work since Twilight, and I'm like, "oh no, this might work out." This man is the Battinson. Like this, <laughs> this might be a thing that I'm interested in. <laughs> the Battinson. And we started looking at the 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 rest of the cast as they started dropping stuff. Um, the first thing we saw, you know, was pieces of the suit. I don't know if y'all remember, but just mm -hmm. bit by bit on Twitter, they would reveal like different stuff. Like they showed bold just, move, just, not having nipples on the suit. Just saying. Bold move. George, George Clooney Bold was legendary. Bat Clooney, like, uh, there's this thing, I guess, with, with the modern Batman that you can actually put Bat in their name, uh, and I just can't help but do that, and as long as you're not Michael Keaton, uh, then you're not one of the good Batman. I don't care. Uh, fighting me, the Nolan Batman films were overrated. Um, <laughs> however, Ooh. however, I do see the appeal. Like, Ooh. I get it, and I understand why people like them as much as they do. It's just I'm I'm a different type of Batman fan, right? Now that said, I feel that the Batman is going to have something 
that I think is going to do the realism thing that they did without trying to be too um, too grounded. And I, it's it's odd that I say that because I feel like it is going to be that grounded. Like you can tell from the car, you can tell from the fight scene um, where dude was just getting his face caved in. Pause. Pause. That was pause worthy. Where like he was just punching dude's face in. Right. Um, you can tell you're getting that part of Batman. But the most interesting thing about this movie to me that I heard about before anybody ever saw that we heard about before anybody ever saw it was the fact that it's leaning more into that detective noir thing. And we get to see Batman as everything except the world's greatest detective outside the games. So it's it's got that thing. And so I started hearing, you know, different stuff. Yeah, you know, people are reviewing the movie and people are saying it's great. People are in love with it. I wonder what that means. I, maybe Battinson did a good job, but I wanted to kind of, I, I know y'all have seen a little bit of the production stuff. I wanted to kind of ask the panel, given the detective noir approach, right? Uh, and that side of Batman, um, and given clearly the violent turn that they taken and the, the Zodiac version of the Riddler that we're about to get, how big of a Batman fan are you? And are you thinking this movie is going to be as good as I think it is? Who you want to start with, Mr. Leading the panel here? Mr. Schnips. Dang, that's because I piped up. Um, <laughs> so I, I wouldn't, I'm not like a, a super gung-ho Batman fan or anything like that. I wouldn't say like I'm out there at the top. I've always liked the character. Um... I've liked his his darker, grittier stories, especially. Um, and I've always kind of found... I, I found an interest in, like, that whole... I, I know it's the, the trope about him. It's like, oh, if he has time to plan, he could beat anybody. But I enjoyed that aspect of, like, the... He's the man who's always prepared kind of deal. Like, he, he thinks ahead. The man's always kind of playing a chess game that you don't even know about. Um, so I kind of enjoyed that, that aspect of his character. If this movie can successfully kind of shift the what the franchise has been into more of that realm, uh, that'd be a big hit for me. Um, if I had to try and nitpick about things that made me um, seem kind of silly about the the movie based on what I saw from the trailers, uh, I didn't really like the Riddler's costume at all. And, and I just don't like the design of it. I think it's kind of weird. Um, very like just... Scarecrow, right? Yeah, Scarecrow. I would see that more of a Scarecrow outfit. And I'm just I like, this doesn't... Like, the Riddler's supposed to have some kind of character to him, like that kind of flair, almost. Like, that's to me, that's part of how I've always seen his character. So, Very making funny. him that kind of bland, Very drab funny. thing, like, yeah, that, that is always kind of weird to me. Um, he was supposed to be kind of a caricature. That's that's his persona. Um, so, that, that one was a little weird to me. And then, it's a stupid little part of the trailer. But it just when I watched it, like I, I like I kind of scoffed and I was like, that's just silly. Like I, I never thought I'd say that's silly about Batman, but that was just silly. And it's where he's like yelling at some dude that's like behind protective glass or whatever. And he like fuck punches the glass really hard, but it's like solid, like probably bulletproof glass. And like they didn't even do him the justice of giving him like a like a threatening boom sound effect. Like he hit it with some real force. Like it sounds like what it would actually sound like if you tried to punch that glass. It was just like a real weak. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, what? Come on, man. Like, I know he's angry, but like even Batman would be like punching that won't do anything for me. And if you're not going to help him out with some cool sound effects to make it sound imposing, like that scene played out really silly to me. And that was just one thing that kind of stuck out. But the rest of the world they're building looks cool. Um, 
Catwoman looks cool and it looks like the relationship between the two of them is going to be played on pretty well. So I've got high hopes for the movie. I think it'll be really good. Uh, just those, the, the Riddler costume and that, that punching the glass scene made me kind of like, I'm like, okay. <laughs> like that was kind of, I, I do feel you on glass punching. I won't lie. Uh, yeah. I just thought I was it was kind of silly. I was like, man, you did you did him no favors with that one. <laughs> I am vengeance. But I, I'm, I'm a little interested to see Johnny casually yet charmingly shit all over the idea of this movie being amazing. So uh, if you will, take it away, sir. Well, uh, you know, I, I think the first thing we need to point out is the excellent casting. Uh, last time I saw Patson, is it Patson or Patterson? Pattinson. 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 No, Pattinson. Pattinson, right. The last Pattinson. time I saw him, it wasn't in Twilight. He was getting lost in a in in a uh, hedge maze and like died like a like like WTF in uh, Harry Potter. That's right. Nerds, you, you knew his name. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, I grew up on Harry Potter. Of course I knew his name. <laughs> oh, man. But anyways, uh, I'm sure... I'm sure he'll be a great Batman. Uh, uh, you know, the one thing we love about uh, superheroes is their deep character and their battle with their own emotions. So we'll see how that goes. Um, when it comes to Batman, uh, I guess he's my favorite of the DC hero verse because you know he he you know he didn't get his powers from like a fish. Because you of know, what the CW did rich. to Flash, is what you're saying? I understand. He got sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's That's right. Right. Damn. But yeah, I'm sure Batman will be great. Uh, let's see. I will say, for full disclosure, the last time I actually watched a Batman film was uh, when Arnold was going, freeze! Oh my God. And like, you know, <laughs> chill out. Time to chill. chill. <laughs> Batman yeah, punched me. Was like, I'll. <laughs> so, oh uh, so, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know how long ago that was. So, uh, I'm not. I'm not gonna watch it. But then again, you, you couldn't have convinced me, even if it was. Uh, I don't know. More. Uh, Chris, Christian Bale, the best Batman of all time. <laughs> so, my brother is actually in the background right now strongly complimenting Hugger's setup. Her um bat cave, if you will. That's kinda of oh, yeah. It's, it's yeah. her it's her setup that she's after, I bet. <laughs> no, for real. He like he like her setup is like fire. Um I I do wanna say because this this reminded me since Johnny brought up I think it's Batman Returns is the one that has freeze in the the nipple suit and all that. Um <laughs> The penguin in in that Danny DeVito's penguin, the scenes where he like eats fish and it looks like he's just chomping into a raw fish. That man actually did just chomp into some raw fish. Like that was legit. Um, I had to look that up and verify because I was like, man, that's nasty. And then, but I was like, but they did a really good job of selling that. And then I had to look it up and I was like, oh, they no, they didn't sell that. He just bit into some raw fish. That man crazy. <clears throat> that's actually like the best incarnation of penguin to me, and I think the second yeah. best. 
somebody might want to fight me for it. But I think the second best incarnation of Penguin, right along like one of the really good incarnations of Batman as a whole, that's I, that I feel is strongly underrated, is Telltale's Batman. Mm. Um, and I think that it's partially because it goes for this like this year two thing where he still makes mistakes, but he's still the problem solver. Um, and I kind of see this this being that, but there's an aspect of the whole Batman thing that I think is dope that I won't want y'all to chime in on. Um, there's this, the bat in his chest, right? The bat symbol is supposedly made up of pieces of the gun that killed his parents. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was like a really well, strong, cool. um, thematically appropriate, I guess, design choice. And so I thought I'd ask the queen of design herself what she thought about some of the other choices made with the design of the Batman movie. Uh, I like I like the noir setting. Um, it's it feels kind of like Tomb Raider reboot where we're we don't. Oh God, I hope it's not a full reboot, but like we're getting a beginner Batman that doesn't rely on his tech a lot, that just has his brains about him and needs to figure it out. I'm excited to see also Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman. Anne Hathaway was, she was okay. She wasn't great. Nobody tops Michelle Pfeiffer, though, because she did that. She whipped those heads off of that mannequin all in one take on her own, and even her stunt double couldn't do that. So Michelle Pfeiffer will always be queen shit. Uh, design choices, uh, I would like to see uh, more first before I make a critical judgment, but the suit looks cool. The car looks cool, and the marketing that i've seen really looks almost cyberpunk like but not quite too futuristic but just like bright neons a lot of red uh blown out pictures and i'm like okay i'm kind of here for it i don't know if i'm gonna watch it day one but uh or i don't know if i'm gonna watch it anytime soon but i'm gonna watch it um eventually i will uh try and force you to make one inference on design though i remember you talking about one day um one of the th- one of the things in design is like jagged edges meaning something is uh is like hurtful or like it's something that you need to watch out for and it like rounded edges are are more warm and, and comforting and they're the things that you can um so with that principle in mind is there anything that you can infer from what you've seen thus far like with the car the suit um the the motorcycles is there anything that you think that you can infer about like what they might be going for in the movie by the design of things you've seen thus far uh i would say they're probably going to go for a harsher a harsher batman a batman that maybe is not super in touch or super in control of his emotions because like you said the hard edges and the fact that they use so much red red is a hostile color to us uh, even though it is our Christmas color, it's a hostile color to our eyes. When we see it, we uh, they use it a lot also in control. Control is a great example of harsh edges and red lighting. Right. Um, Why do you think crabs are red? Because they're gangsters. Te- technically, they're like a light red, a kind of grayish, depending on the crab, if it's especially if and it's delicious. a soft shell. Oh. We vary in shape. <laughs> yeah. call snips delicious. Oh, yeah, I, mean, I am. Thanks. <laughs> Everybody knows it, right, Dallas? You know it too. Dip that man. I mean, he Boy. is looking a little scrumptious. <laughs> He's <laughs> like, looking scrumptiously umptious. Look like five o'clock shadows coming in. Look like a man. That's a man. But design-wise, I think they're gonna. It's gonna be a little harsher, uh, and then maybe 
when he has because there is in most of these movies there is like that come to Jesus moment where they're like oh he's you know hit his point he's understanding things he's in control of himself we'll probably start to see softer shapes uh maybe not so harsh colors maybe something on the suit will change because from the suit you see is very batman suits has always been strong and harsh but like the, even the chest the titties is harsh plates of construction harsh titties every other suit has been clip it curved <laughs> on the chest somebody, somebody when he complained once said tough titties and he took it literally so he's like i'll show them <laughs> he did <laughs> He really said, I got you. I think the, the design choice of having the gun in the, the bat symbol, which the bat symbol is usually the armored, most armored place, is really freaking cool. So I'm, I want to ask because, like, Baron, you're one of those people who, like, I, somebody can probably look to for um, a value estimate. Like, you're one of those people who I can go to and be like, so you think this is worth my money or you think... Uh, in this case, you think it's worth me running out to the theaters and, you know, having to wear seven masks because people don't know how to cough, like, not in your direction? Um, yeah, do you think this is going to be, do you think the hype is worth me going outside and spending my money uh, to see this movie? Uh, yes, I'm a sucker for wide shots, and it looks like we're getting a lot of good wide shots uh, within this movie, the trailers alone. Um, the the I want to say the first trailer when you see Batman coming out of the uh his car and the fires behind him and you're looking at him from the Penguin's perspective and he's upside down and it it just pans into the Batman logo. That was easily one of the coolest things I've seen in a long time. Um, uh, it gave me vibes of when they redid when they made that violent Power Rangers. Uh, oh, reboot. Yeah. That's the same vibe I'm getting from this. I think. I think in terms of what we're going to be seeing and why it's going to be worthwhile is you're getting Arkham, the Arkham series level of uh, violence with a rookie Batman, and I'm I'm excited. And they kind of proved that with the whole combo beat up thing from the very first trailer. Like that was straight Arkham Knight. Like Batman in no movie that I've seen has fought anybody to that like that level of it's usually just let me take them down and incapacitate them it yeah, was, like I, I probably knocked you out three punches ago but i'm gonna get in a good eight more yeah, yeah <laughs> it was pure brutality and that felt like a video game and that's why i'm saying in terms of violence we're going to be seeing arkham knight level violence with a rookie batman and a bunch of crazy epic cinematic wide shots and i think that alone is what's going to make it worthwhile i already got my tickets like I, I bought them this weekend. I'm I'm ready. I think you might and have me convinced. Robert Pattinson's a great actor. If you guys, oh, hundred cosmopolitan, like bro, he is a great actor. Like watch, he's, he's played Batman style roles. Well, oh, if you've seen, uh, if you like horror movies, it's I guess it's not really a horror movie, but The Lighthouse with William Defoe mm -hmm. is an mm -hmm. excellent movie. It's shot on actual like film of the time, so it's looks it's black and white and looks different but got that texture you, it does uh, you can you can almost taste the texture that's what she said but <laughs> it looks so he's such a good actor it's just him and william defoe and they have to play off of each other and it is so good robert pattinson's a fantastic actor yeah. and just think of the, the chops it must take 
to play in a drama role opposite Willem Dafoe. Right? The man himself. Yeah. <laughs> Dallas. So just kiss Dallas. Thank you. <laughs> it, you know, we could really stat 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 hold on. Let me reset there. We can really stay here forever talking about things, but we're going to let you yep. guys go. But before we do that, you know what time it is, baby boys. Let's give some suggestions to the people and the man with the uh-huh, the uh, <laughs> co-host of Peep Games himself and the man making all the sick beats. And every Sunday you hear him at the Lord's podcast. What do you got for us this week, Dallas? So I'm y'all got me actually doing the hand signing now, man, that you can't actually see me doing it as like um, it's the same thing that baron does with the product placement all the time um so look i usually suggest the game i, I usually suggest something like and last time i suggested c4 and i think you i still think you should play it yeah um also i do think you should go play telltale batman uh because it is permanently underrated and they do do things a little differently and it does feel like batman said, year one he said doo -doo. Yeah, <laughs> he did. He did. english he did. language is awesome it, it's the doo doo. Um, it's the doo doo. It's, it's, it's the it? But um, the mm. thing that I am going to suggest, because I just I've been in this this place right where I've been really into like creepy, um, sometimes otherworldly, but usually like um, just really compelling dark storytelling. So I've been taking this creepy pasta deep dive. Oh, oh dear. Um, yeah, mm -hmm. I have. It's 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 been like that, and so there's a story. I'm gonna find like whoever the person actually is but there's this story uh, there's a couple there's one called um how to survive hell i think it's called how to survive hell um and if you look it up it's either how to survive or how to escape but i'm pretty sure it's how to survive and it's just it's the darkest most messed up um uh, story and it's told from the perspective of a person that's damned and um and the whole thing is this is what you do this is what you'll encounter this is how you go about it um and the angle there is don't think and he said something to this effect don't think that i'm telling you these things out of altruism i just know that eternity is a long time and at some point we're going to cross paths and you better return the favor um and that in itself i think that's enough that if you would have been interested in a story like that that would have made you go and listen to it um there's another one i think it's called um I got a job watching a woman trapped in a room um, and it makes you think it's what it sounds like, but it's a little better than what it sounds like. And um, it ends up slightly less dark than I thought it would, but not entirely a happy ending. So I'm going to leave y'all with those, with those two and then fall down the rabbit hole in whatever direction you like. Um, but yeah, just go check out some creepy pastas before October because you don't need that time to enjoy some dark and, and compelling stories. Yeah. I'm going to recommend for you, Dallas, uh, check up Analog Horror on YouTube. And there is also a new one that's starting, uh, an ARG, which is an augmented reality game. Check up uh, the backroom files or the backroom tapes and uh, you're going to enjoy it. It's really creepy. <laughs> I've been hearing about those and I didn't check them out. Oh, yeah, I, I will. I would say watch your your search parameters when you check for that because that's probably gonna pull up some other stuff. Oh dear, <laughs> it's gonna get weird. Yeah, now the man. A little bit. 
with the with the beautiful voice you see him every sunday and sometimes you know when valheim ever gets played again you might see him there as well johnny man my onichan how are you doing man i've been doing great um I, I something i'll recommend to you guys uh if you if you really want to just de-stress right you know very stressful time i think the game for you would be candy crush now hear me out you know <laughs> you may even say i'm not a real gamer if i recommend recommend that but i listen to me and hear my plight it is so relaxing all you don't have to think you, you know you don't need to go for the 10,000 deaths to defeat one boss in Elden Ring kind of thing you're just you're just connecting three little pieces of candy and sometimes you the guy even goes tasty it's great is that the same guy that goes toasty in Mortal Kombat toasty <laughs> maybe i don't know johnny can we get a can we get that again I'm sorry, the whole thing? No, no just, tasty. The taste just the tasty. Tasty. Okay, I enjoyed that. I love you, Johnny. Please never, ever Dude, change. About to, about to make Snip slip out his chair. Look at you. <laughs> I don't want to be here no more. I don't even want to suggest anything now. Well, too I'm, bad. I'm out. You're suggesting something next. The man with the clams. The man <clears> who's <throat> looking good like a scrum diddly umptious snack tonight. Sniffs, what do you got for us? Uh, so, something to play. You guys heard me say I finished Tales of Arise. I'm not going to tell you that. You know I'm about to start Elden Ring. I'm not going to tell you that either, because you've been hearing that enough. Um, you can go play some Lost Ark. Um, I've played a little bit of Lost Ark, maybe like 10 hours or so. Um, Johnny's cat getting all up in his business right now. Like, no, it is time for right. my love. I'm trying, to, I'm trying um, to stay professional here. <laughs> <laughs> um... But uh, Lost Ark, I, I, let me let me give you proper expectations. This game is basically a budget Diablo three. Um, that's like ten years after Diablo three. Um, it just the depth isn't there. But if you want to turn your brain off and go do some cool hack and slash AR RPG things, that's not super difficult, and the combat abilities and animations look really cool. Go play some Lost Ark. That's kind of how I've been treating it. When I have 30, 40 minutes here or there, I'll go pop on, do a couple quick missions and stuff. Um, so go check that out. And it's free, most importantly. Mm -hmm. uh, for something to watch, um, I've been watching Shenmue, the animation, um, on Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll original anime adaptation of the beloved game franchise. Um, pretty good so far. Not bad, but they do a good job of animating the uh, fight sequences, which is uh, I'm always a big fan of. So I would go check that out. And then, um, you know, I found myself the other day, uh, randomly at night, I was, I was just running in a crowd uh, in a faceless town, and I felt like I need to feel the touch of a friend. Um, in the countryside, you know, I, I wandered far and wide, because the isolation gets me again. Um, and if you guys haven't figured out yet that I'm seeing the opening lyrics to Yu Yu Hakusho, I don't know if we can be friends, but go watch a Hawk show because I randomly started rewatching it at one o'clock in the morning the other night when I couldn't <laughs> sleep, and it's never a bad decision. So go do that. Fantastic anime. But is it like Pokemon? That baseline, once he gets into it, man, you hear him slapping the. Where do I go? 
Yeah. yeah. She goes hard, man. We're going to have a level one, of... one concert one day. Anyway. <laughs> now the man who looking like a dumpling and all cute, but he really a freak because we know him. You'll see him every Sunday, every Friday, every Wednesday. He's in your DMs. And you, you, you might like it. I don't know. You might be a freak too. Baron J67, what you got for us this say, week? Sometimes um, if you turn around, you'll see him outside your bedroom window too. What? Not the tip okay, through the window. Speaking, no, speaking <laughs> of that, I got one thing to recommend. I was gonna recommend Beck. So it's two things: Beck, uh, the Mongolian Chop Squad. I burned through all twenty-five episodes or twenty-six episodes. Please go watch it. Amazing J-pop, J-rock anime, top tier, dope. Moon on the moon, full moon sway. But speaking of creeps and looking out the window, look up the stalker song. From Gumball. Go watch the Stalker song. It's like maybe two minutes max. The Stalkers, and you gotta watch the video. Stalker's song, admit uh the adventures of Gumball. Please, 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 please go and watch that. Thank me later. It is hilarious the fact that this was for kids. Jesus. Baron, you just Jesus. trying to mess with us first the thomas the tank engine now this no i this was on cartoon network and everybody needs to watch it because it is greatness what is it again i'm sorry it's called the stalker song uh gumball okay greatness <laughs> before Amazing i get world of gumball is nightmare inducing right right before i get my suggestions chocolate earlier said batman yeah, he says play Skull and Elden Ring and probably go watch Batman. Uh, Flamezer, what's up, Flamezer? What's up, Yobi? Flamezer says recommend the anime uh, Recreators. He's oversimplifying it. It's basically reverse uh, Isekai. See an enemy. Anime where all the fictional characters from people's creations come to your world and end up scrapping. Okay, what else we got? Uh, nothing. Okay, so my suggestion is go watch Inuyasha. I just started rewatching it with a friend from uh, one of my servers, and go go play Valorant. Cause why not stress yourself out about things and ha- realize, what? man, your aim really ain't that great. <laughs> I never thought I'd hear huggers say that. So you didn't clutch it? Is that what you're saying? Like. <laughs> I never clutch it. There's a reason I was a mercy main, man. <laughs> Got it. But yeah, go go enjoy your gaming. Go enjoy your guys' week. We'll see you not tomorrow because we're, we're going to take a day off for take two. But happy hour. We'll be back next week. Friday, Peep Games. Saturday, nothing yet. Sunday, Starcross Lovers. I mean, sorry, <clears throat> Starcross Gamers. Monday, Actually, I don't know. It's the Starcross Parent. No, it's Starcross Johnny. <sighs> And one day they'll no, come back to Valheim. No, he of the time. It's bad. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, Shots damn. fired. How do we get here? Just kill the show. Let's go. Gotta go Tuesday. On. Next episode Sunday. of Cogs. And we're back to a Wednesday again. We love you guys. We'll see you guys in the uh, next week. And stay safe. Bye, guys. Bye.